Viking, committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, cultural enrichment, and all-inclusive fares. Discover more at viking.com. When you're commuting, tune out all the noise and tune into the news you need to know. WSJ Podcasts. Listen where you want, when you want. Coming up. Today on Watching Your Wealth, mutual fund distributions may be larger this year. What should you do with them? Plus, a mistake to avoid with donor advised funds. This is Watching Your Wealth from the Wall Street Journal. Advice for making, keeping, and protecting your money. Now, from our studios in New York. Here's Veronica Dagger. This is Veronica Dagger, and you're listening to Watching Your Wealth while you learn all you need to know about building your wealth and protecting your money. Coming up, a mistake to avoid with donor-advised funds. But first, we're joined by Stuart Ritter. Stuart Ritter is a senior financial planner at T. Rowe Price, and he says mutual fund distributions may be bigger this year, and he has some advice on what investors should do. Welcome, Stuart. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. So, Stuart, briefly remind us what a mutual fund distribution is. A mutual mutual fund distribution is when you receive a check from the mutual fund, and it represents dividends or interest income that was earned by the fund's holdings. So maybe a stock they own declared a dividend. They The stock sent it to the mutual fund company. Well, the mutual fund company then passes a portion of it along to you. Or it could be capital gains distributions because the fund sold some of its holdings at a profit and is now sending those profits to you. Got it. So why might they be bigger this year, these distributions? There could be a couple of reasons why they're bigger. Uh, In the early years of the current bull market, some mutual funds were still carrying losses from the 2008-2009 bear market, so they were able to offset the gains with those losses. Well, it's been going on so long that now a lot of those losses have been used up, so now the gains are getting passed through. Uh, Another thing that might be doing it is funds that focus on small or mid-cap stocks. Uh, To stay true to their investment focus, they may be forced to sell those stocks when the market capitalization becomes too big because that part of the market has been doing particularly well uh, compared to large-cap stocks. So as those sales happen, they generate those distributions if they're done at a profit that then get sent to you as an investor. So this is good news for investors, it sounds like, but you said some investors get a little grumpy about this, no? Uh, I've had that happen. One of the things to recognize is that in most cases, the distributions are a sign of success. There's been a profit, uh, that profit uh, has been taken, and that profit is now being shared with you. Mm -hmm. And then some people, like, why do they get upset? Because they're thinking, oh, this means more taxes, or walk us through that. Yeah, very often uh, people are reacting solely to the tax implications of this. Uh, but remember, you're only paying the, the amount you pay in taxes is only a portion generally of what you get. Uh, so you're getting a profit, you're getting some of this money. Uh, in some cases, you do have to pay some of it in taxes. What's important for people to remember is this whole discussion about the taxes is only relevant for holdings in a taxable account. That's so right. So if you have a fund that's in a tax-advantaged account, you're not receiving that check directly. Like you're a 401k. Exactly. Mm-hmm. IRA, 529 plan. Yep. Those yep. kinds of things. So if we're getting these bigger distributions, give us some advice. What might we do with this? Well, one of the things you might do is use this as an opportunity to rebalance your portfolio. It's essentially cash in hand. Mm-hmm. 
And the end of the year is a good time to look at your portfolio and think about whether the mix of stocks, bonds, and short-term investments you have is still appropriate for your goals time horizon and your risk tolerance and your personal situation. And even if the sub-asset classes are in the right balance, you're diversified, large U.S. companies, small and mid-sized U.S. companies, international companies. And wherever it is that you're underweighted, you can now take this distribution and use that as an opportunity to get your portfolio back in balance. That, that's really good advice. I'm wondering, maybe some people are looking at a specific mutual fund to buy, and they're they're hesitating because they think the distribution date is coming up soon. What advice do you give to those people? I understand the concern. It's important, though, to recognize the other side of that coin, particularly in more volatile markets like the ones we've been seeing recently. If you wait a few weeks or even a few days to make an investment, you could lose out more on returns that you missed than on any gain in taxes that you avoided. Mm, Very true. Very true. Any last tips on looking at mutual fund distributions? What else should we be considering? Since I'm a financial planner, you know I'm going to say the next thing I'm going to say, which is tax considerations should not be driving your overall (laughs) investment strategy. Certainly, it's something to pay attention to. Certainly, it's something to take into consideration. But don't make a decision based solely on taxes that isn't in the best interest of your larger financial goals. So focus on that. Distributions happen. They're often a a sign of success. Uh, take advantage of them to rebalance, and that'll let you stay on track for the goals that you're trying to achieve. Don't let the tax tail wag the dog, as they say. That's why it's said. <laughs> That's why it's said. Great to have you. Excellent tips. Thanks so much, Stuart. Thank you. And thanks again to Stuart Ritter for joining us. Coming up, a mistake to avoid with donor-advised funds. But first, a quick word. Coffee? Check. Earbuds? Check. Make us part of your morning routine. WSJ Podcasts. Listen ambitiously. Now, from our studios in New York, here's Veronica Dagger. Welcome back to Watching Your Wealth. With year-end approaching, you may be thinking about making a donation from your donor advised fund. With these funds, the donor makes a contribution to the fund and gets an immediate tax deduction. The donor can later decide which of their favorite charities to make grants to. However, if your charity isn't on the donor advised funds approved charity list, you may have a problem. Donor advised funds may not approve charitable grants to some small charities as they may not know if the charity is legit. To avoid any misunderstandings, call your donor advised fund first before you promise to support your favorite charity. Ask them to check out the charity, then add them to their approved list. This will prevent some misunderstandings later on. This has been Wealth Wednesday, a production of the Wall Street Journal. I'm Veronica Dagger. For more information, check us out at wsj.com slash podcast. Thanks for listening. WSJ Podcasts. Listen ambitiously. This message comes from Viking, committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive with no children and no casinos. Discover more at viking.com.